0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we have got a really big show tonight because we were not here last week because of the 4th of July, so I hope everyone had a happy and safe 4th. So, we have, uh, the girls have dead city. And then we have the finale of Silo, the finale of Manifest, uh, The Lazarus Project, um, first three episodes of Secret Invasion, and Star Trek. That's the one I almost forgot. And look, I have a cocoa story.
1: Hi, it's Karen. How are you?
0: Hi, Karen.
1: How's my sound? Do I sound okay? I got you on the speaker right hey, now. you sound
0: good. You sound fine. All
1: right, cool. I'm in my car on my way home. Uh, so, yeah, we got a, a – a, a, what's his name? Ed Sullivan would say a really big show tonight, right? And we got Jamie running late. So, um, uh, how about if, I, if we kill a minute with me telling you I went to see Indiana Jones the other day?
0: I haven't you seen it yet. How was it? No, I haven't. Yeah, we planned good. to, and it just hasn't worked out.
1: I would say it's not the best of the Anna Jones movies, but that's because the first movie was almost perfect, right? I mean, that the first movie was was it was and is the best movie. See,
0: I've always I've, I, for the longest time Temple of Doom was my favorite, and then I really like The Last Crusade, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Sean Connery's in it.
1: I think The Last Crusade is a very good movie, uh, to me better than Temple of Doom. I think The Last Crusade captured a lot of what was great about um, Raiders. Um, in, in preparation for this movie, I rewatched The Crystal Skull, uh, which is by far oh, the worst of all the
0: movies. Uh, that should never been made.
1: Itself. And I can save you rewatching that by telling you the most important thing to remember is that Indy and Marion get married at the end of that movie, Um, which I had forgotten. I had remembered Shia LaBeouf turned out to be his son, but I forgot they got married at the end of that movie, Um, which is maybe the only important thing to remember. But I thought it was a pretty good movie. I thought, you know, so I think this new Indiana Jones movie, it's getting some great reviews, getting some mixed reviews, which is fine. Uh, To me, it has a lot of those really great, like every Indiana Jones movie opens with like a 15 minute chase, like a set piece, That's a yeah. big chase scene, in a bit, right? And it has that. It has a number of really like kooky, crazy chase scenes. Phoebe um, Waller-Bridge is the is the person that he is on the adventure with. Um, she plays a. I don't want to spoil any of it, but. You know, she's in it. Um, and she's she's great. Uh, and the Nazis are back, which the Nazis are always Indiana Jones kind of best. Well, yeah. Enemy, right? Like, because like, like, Crystal Skull, the Russians, like there was a Russian, Cate uh, Blanchett played that horrible Russian scientist that was just kind of terrible, right? And, like, they're back with the Nazis, which is great because um,
2: they just are a great...
1: For for Indiana Jones, these Nazi scientists or whatever. Um, so I thought it was pretty good. It's long; it's two hours and forty-seven minutes. I thought we all felt it was a perfectly enjoyable way to spend two hours and forty-seven minutes. It didn't necessarily feel too long to me because it had at least five like crazy, crazy like chases and adventures and all this stuff in the movie, right? Very quickly moving, cool. very fast moving. You know how in Indiana Jones movie will have a they'll have a thing where there's a map and there's a little line where the plane is flying from, like yep. Peru to Morocco or whatever, and like yeah. the acting just moves along. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. And and for me, for a person my age, I remember my mother taking me and my brother to see Raiders of the Lost Ark in the movie theater. And so, for someone my age, it's great to like, like this. This is definitively the end. I mean, what, what's Katherine Ford like? 82 years old, right? Like this is the end of his uh, well, career know. as an like, action hero. And it was a nice. It's nice to like sort of have that end of the, you know, to have it. It was, it, it was for me. It was great to be able to see the last movie in the movie theater. Also, we're getting some things yeah. from James. Sure. Waiting to jump in. Anyway. She's, uh, hi,
0: Jamie.
3: Hello.
1: Hi, hey, Jamie. How are you?
3: My mouth hurts, but otherwise I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting to get my root canal, but... Well, I'm, I'm just waiting. a mess all the way around,
1: it seems like, but...
3: Well, right. While we were waiting
2: well, well, a
1: two-minute great
2: uh, uh, Indiana Jones
1: review... So. No, it's fine. I so haven't I, had a chance to see it. I'd like to
3: see it, but I have not. Oh,
1: I recommend
3: well,
1: yeah, it. it. I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. Um, it's not going to win an Oscar, but it's perfectly great way to spend three hours, and I recommend it.
3: Three hours? That's long. Isn't it usually two, that
1: long for that kind of movie? Two forty-seven. Two, two hours and forty-seven minutes.
3: minutes. Okay, that just seems like long for that kind of movie, but that's cool.
1: Long, but remember, every 20 minutes there's a massive adventure chase scene. It's very fast-moving.
2: And it like it's the last two block. hours.
1: Yeah. It's okay. not like two hours of people sitting around talking, you know?
3: Yeah, true. Yeah. True, true, true. So. Yeah. All
0: right. Well, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we have a really big show tonight, so you girls should probably get talking about Gums City. I mean, Dead City.
1: uh uh-huh. <laughs> What did you say? Dumb city? Is that what you called it? Yeah, that's
0: what he said. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, So, um, we've had two episodes and, and it took us up through, you know, Maggie and her new group of friends entering Madison square garden, um, to try to find Herschel. And we have this sort of big like fight through, uh, the Croats space. Um, which, that's where we left off. I, uh, I I'm not really necessarily prepared to recap last week, also, but oh, to, talk, about them, generally,
2: really generally to yeah. talk maybe
1: generally about where we are, right? Um, I, I you know, I'm a little unsure how I feel about this. I feel like what you have mentioned before, like, do I like this show better because it just is not as bad? Is it objectively good, or is it just not as bad? as I I like the well, character development moments. I don't really like to crowd
3: out as a villain. I
2: guess no, I I, guess.
3: I get that. I know we've talked about he is kind of like a lot of the villains. But like I said, there is kind of some more to it, but that you can't talk about yet because you haven't seen the end of the show. But No, um, but... That being said, this episode, episode four, is the one that kind of tells... About the fallout between the two of them, right?
1: Yes, you see, you see a, a flashback scene where the Croat is torturing a child, and um, it's great in the flashback scene. You get to see Simon uh, uh, Og. Stephen Og as Simon, um, yeah. You know uh, who reminds us that for the Saviors, torturing and killing children was a line they do not cross, and and
3: even the Croat though.
1: There's... <laughs> yeah and the Croats kind of fine with that and you see Negan being really like I don't know so I felt like that flashback scene at first I was like I don't know if this is like you see Negan being really kind of stunned and almost frozen by seeing it but I, I felt like they did an interesting thing where it sparked by Negan walking into a room in Madison Square Garden and seeing a dead young person that that the front is clearly tortured and killed, right? And I thought yeah. they did an interesting thing where they were sort of merging the present and the past together. Um, yeah. You know, they were sort of merging that together. And, uh, so that was going on. And, uh, and, sorry, someone is distracting me. Um, and I felt also like, let's remember that this is from Negan's perspective and it's maybe not. What he's remembering it through his own bias, right? Maybe not objectively yeah. what happened. It's sort of what he remembers having happened.
3: Yeah, was it me? Was it you that uh, talked to me about that yeah. last time? I think I can't remember if it was me and you and discussed that, but <laughs> had said, said that like it's yeah. about how it is sort of his point of view and not necessarily the truth. And that that kind of makes sense because they he does some part of I think the part of the problem is and we said before like that he can't be redeemed and all that and they're trying to redeem him is they make him like he was you know a good guy and only did things that he had to do where clearly a lot of that is not true but if it's colored by the way he felt then I guess it kind of makes sense because we know that you know villains that are villains aren't always they don't always think they're villains you know. So I can kind of yeah. love that. But some of this is a little bit, like, laughable, though, because a lot, some of, like, they have killed kids and done things, and, like, he threatened Carl, and, it, like, they killed the kids at Oceanside, and that were or ordered to death at Oceanside. So, like, it's not, the kind of things they're saying, oh, they didn't do isn't accurate. But, yeah. again, but we saw that show, as much as it's a spinoff, it's sort of its own thing, and I don't know, I guess you're just supposed to sort of not remember
1: that? I don't know. Yeah, we no we saw that kind that. of, you know, with last, now remembering from last week's episode that we didn't discuss, there's, I think it's from last week, where there's that scene where Negan is telling the New Yorkers, well, there used to be this guy down south. He's telling his own story, but he's saying yeah. was this guy down south, and he was kind of a bad guy, and then the people rose up against him, and he's, like, really skimming over, like, he, He's telling a story that only Maggie can really understand um, and in a way that you have to wonder, like, like, how, what does he really believe of himself, right? And, yeah. and is it the only way? You and I have it. It's the only way Megan can really sleep at night is to tell himself this version of events.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because
1: that's what I said. As part of it, he does act
3: like he's not the bad guy now. And, I mean, he doesn't... I shouldn't say that because it's not entirely true. Like, he doesn't say that he didn't do things, and he doesn't always necessarily make excuses for it, but at the same time, he makes it like he had no choice, which he clearly had choices and chose to do different things. Like the fact that, you know, all those women that he forced to marry him, quote, unquote, so he could rape them all the time. I mean, that's not okay, but it's sort of like, losses over that but if it, i i can kind of buy that he he believes the way he has to get through it and i mean there's a lot of bad things that happen that people do in this show i mean you can't say a lot of people do bad i mean we've said before and talked about how like you know rick's people attacked the saviors that doesn't give him a right to do what he did but obviously what rick's people did wasn't good either so there's always kind of that gray area but i do feel sometimes like they they're trying to make us think that he's a good guy a little too much. But if it's through his perspective, then I guess I can kind of buy it in that sense, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I didn't actually, I mean, he, but Negan didn't out and outright, at least that we've seen, like, torture kids, but he obviously right. let kids be killed. I mean, I think it's it's a stretch to in, in a little hypocritical, but at the same time, I don't know that he would have done some of the things that the Croat does. Like I don't think that he would have, like I said, I don't know that he would have outright tortured a kid like that. But that doesn't make him a good guy, <laughs> regardless.
1: Um, yeah, but- I mean, so we saw some other stuff in these last kind of couple episodes. Uh, you know, as I said, I like these kind of character. We're seeing like as they were preparing to To sneak into the Croat's stronghold, we saw like Maggie and and Maggie Maggie had this moment where she talks to Negan about everything she has and people she loves is in this little box. And yeah, I'm like, what know, about Negan's all like, the
3: other people she met along the way who apparently didn't
1: really mean anything? The way she
2: says that, oh
3: I mean, no, I guess her family, but
1: clearly her father and her sister and her husband yeah. are the big losses there. But she talks about that, and, you know, Negan's like, then Negan offers something about his own pain, and Maggie's like, I thought you knew when to shut up, right? Like, (laughs) there are two things going on there, that, like, on the one hand, yeah, Negan can't not talk about himself, but on the other hand, like, Maggie, like, Maggie doesn't want to open herself to any growth within Negan, right? Like, I'm not saying I want to either. I was just saying, I don't know like, if
3: you necessarily should, but yeah. But you're right. But,
1: like, I'm I'm kind of liking these character development moments. I'm kind of liking that there's a really small cast, and a whole bunch of them got killed. This, like, a whole bunch of these red shirts, the, these new people in New York City got killed this week. Like, it's a small cast. Yeah it,
3: allows, think, mm-hmm. right? shows, it, yeah, it allows,
1: I think, right?
3: It allows
1: those the character it's moments. Um, yeah. Which I think we missing a lot of. Right? I think so. And they're trying to, I mean, I don't necessarily love like Negan getting this growth. Like they, and I don't love, I do like, yeah, the Croat is a cartoonish villain. Um, and what he has done makes no sense at all that he's able to control like Manhattan small, but it's not small. The idea that he controls the entire island of Manhattan is kind of ridiculous. Um and some of the things we've seen are kind of... But, you know, he they're trying to raise this issue of, like, did Negan create the Croat? Did the Croat create Negan? Did they create each other? And then, you know, we see, I think, that the person that the Croat is, I think Negan is repulsed by this guy right now, right?
3: Um, yeah. The question is... And, and, again, he did throw him out because he did that. But I, I question how... He probably feels different now than he would have then, Because I almost wonder, and maybe I'm wrong by this. I mean, I know they're like, you know, you cross the law and you wouldn't kill kids or something. But part of me almost kind of wondered if he went against him also just because he didn't do what he said. Not entirely because of what he did, but just that Negan said yep. not to uh-huh. do. It. I kind, I kind right. of wonder that. Um, and I wonder if he really was as repulsed at that point like, as he is now. I mean, I think now he, he definitely is against him and doesn't like what he's doing, but yes. I just, part of me kind of uh, wondered
1: point. If was like,
3: he was the one that wouldn't fall in line, because, yes. yeah, so I don't, I mean, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to tell if, if Negan, I mean, I think Negan's changed, but whether, I mean, we don't really know the real reason. I mean, he can say that's the reason, but there's really no way to know for sure if that's you know, if that's why or if it's kind of both or, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good point. We don't
1: know, like, uh, we don't know. Like, maybe he threw him out because he wouldn't get in line or did he throw him out because he crossed the line? He didn't kill him. He shot his ear off. It's also not clear, was Negan really trying to kill him and missed and shot his ear off or was Negan that's trying well, to well, teach him well. a lesson, right? Um, yeah. uh,
3: well, I mean, I, I made a point. I remember saying during the the regular show a couple times that the one thing I kind of questioned that people are so scared that like if just one person would stand up and shoot Negan, probably everybody would go against Negan. That it just, you know, it's like nobody's even willing to take the chance. And sometimes that gets a little bit unbelievable, but that makes me question too. That's why in a way you can't have people, any dissenters, like you can't, have those people that don't follow the rules for that reason, because if you leave them there, then that can spread too, you know?
1: So the way a dictator has to crush any like bit of dissent because they might lose their power.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. I'm kind of curious how, how it could have went if maybe he hadn't left, like, but I mean, we'll never know. Yeah.
1: Um, There were some good zombie, there was some zombie fighting in this episode. There was this lengthy thing where the Croat has, like, got all these, like, explosions run off, so zombies came in to the main floor of Madison Square Garden, and there's this
2: zombie (laughs) fighting.
1: Um, I liked the fake out. I really thought Tommaso was going to be dead, because these people are like, major characters, right?
0: I really thought he was dead, and he's alive. I was like,
1: don't kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little silly that that girl that who was Negan's, like, Negan's, like, her foster father or whatever, I forget her name, um, and that she suddenly is inside that, like, she is so good at sneaking around that this place that's impenetrable that Maggie and Negan can barely get into, now she's in uh, and undetected and, like like, some of that is a little.
3: That's just one of those things you have to just accept. It's like them meeting each other after. Miles and miles, yeah. they somehow still run into each other. Yeah. Yeah. But um Um the thing that I found a little, I was just going to say, this was the one thing I found a little bit weird. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I've seen this. But the one thing that was a little um surprising, con- I don't want to necessarily say confusing, but I remember, like, definitely surprising was that conversation that the Croat has with that girl
1: when he gives her the candy. Do you remember that?
2: That was, like, a oh, weird little says, thing.
1: He's like, there's no reason you should be afraid of me. I remember when we found you, and you like have blossomed and become such a great. Never fear me. Meanwhile, he just randomly kills people all the time, yeah, right? Like, clearly, <laughs> she's terrified. But I mean, it, it just—it was a little,
3: a little strange. But um, I just remember that scene sticking out to me. Yeah. But. Um.
1: um well, and, yeah, the, and the other I do thing... think this was good. I like
3: the whole, the whole cage. Fight. Like, not that I liked that he had the cage fight, but like the way they filmed it and that. But it reminded me of, um, do you remember back with, wasn't it Daryl and his brother, they tried to make cage fight or something with a zombie? I can't even remember. Way back when, there was something. Oh, I they think the
1: governor, I and mean, we've seen yeah. many, the governor was having cage fighting. Many people have had zombie cages. It's not new, right? No, um, but it was kind of like a throwback to that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we, we had this cool scene where Maggie like gets everybody to get a little shield and they form a phalanx and they're like uh, like this show is acknowledging Which they think that of the Mantra, everyone actually when they do that everyone yeah they're that everyone who's alive right now is a badass fighter you haven't lived this long without being a badass fighter right um, yeah and so that's kind of cool I mean there there's a we could nitpick this whole idea of having this fortress inside this arena and how. Many dumb things happen, but there was some good zombie fighting, um, you know. And, and then there's that part where Negan meets up with the Croat, and the Croat's <clears throat> like, okay, Negan, I have what you want, and it's the sheriff, right, and the marshal. And he's like, I don't want the sh- marshal, I want the kid. And, and the Croat ends up throwing the marshal off the balcony and Negan saves him, and the Croats all like, "What are you doing, Negan?" He's acting like he gave—I don't know—like
3: he's acting like, like he be, like he's still his friend. That confused me a little yeah. bit at, at first. Like he, like Negan thinks that this guy is like after revenge, yeah. or would be after revenge, because that's what makes sense. And when he first sees them, the Crow acts like like he's acting like they're still old buddies. That's what was a little confusing to me at first. I mean, some of that will make more sense later, but I I don't know. I just was a little, at this one it was a little weird, yeah. But but that guy's so off the rails. I mean, it's hard to
1: tell. (laughs) Well, when he tried to kill the Marshal, like, it kind of makes very little sense that, like, the Marshal pursued Negan. Negan has to pursue the marshal so I guess I guess it's like look I, I caught this guy who's trying to get you. I guess he figures it's like um, a
3: revenge thing like he would want to kill him because like, he tried to kill him. And then he's know. like
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the marshal and throw him off and then Negan like saves the guy right and and Chris like what are you doing? Why would you save that guy? And then like the crowd like shoots an arrow in him but and then they pulled it out. There's all that crazy shit like I'm like what is even going on here? And then the marshal turns around and is like, oh, uh, you're under arrest, Negan. And I think my favorite line of any Walking Dead is when the, the marshal's like, you're under arrest for blah, blah, blah. And Negan goes, you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, because he is being a dick. But, yeah, it's funny. It's like, yeah. really, I just
3: saved your life more than once. And, like, you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah they kind of yeah. go back and forth a bit. Um, yeah. So. But obviously, Negan, I mean, we know Negan's changed, whether he deserves redemption is a completely separate issue. But, um yeah. I remember yeah. before they had all these spinoffs when we thought they'd probably kill Negan to get redemption, and now they have this show instead. and That's never going to happen. Yeah. But, so, it,
1: it, it, anyway. I mean, it, it's definitely, look, it, it's definitely better, and as we said, there are a few great things, the smaller cast, this and that. Like, are there problems with, like, The Walking Dead is unable to write, like, a villain who's anything but, like, a cartoon right now. Um, Yeah. And so I have to, like, I just can't even, we can't go there because I'll, like, lose my mind complaining, right? Um, And I think, like, I think, like, the promo for next week, I guess they're trying to get out of there. There's a promo where someone says, The crow has the island of Manhattan completely locked down. There's no way to escape. And the crow's like, they're never leaving the island. And I'm like, don't even tell me that he's got the entire, like, there's literally, like, literally millions of zombies probably still in Manhattan, right? Like, 8 million people live in New York. York. Yeah, and somehow he can follow where they
3: all go. But,
1: yeah, I know. And somehow he's got the entire, like, meanwhile, every, like, Every week on this show, like, more people take a boat across and come to Manhattan. Like, everybody's just like, (laughs) let me grab a boat. Apparently there's boats flying around, right? You can't
3: leave, right?
1: It's like, yeah, you can get there. Like, what are you saying? Like, go to (laughs) California? Yep. Like, all of Jersey City is littered with rowboats that you can just hop in and go across. Um, and anybody I think he just light, right? usually
3: shoots them. I, I get the opinion that usually when somebody comes across, they he like destroys their boats or whatever. I guess I don't know. I don't can't you remember can't if they manage? actually said anything right. or I just kind of assumed that.
0: I, I, I hate I hate to cut off the conversation of hate, but uh-huh. we've we got a lot of. Yeah, no, but... we're done.
1: I think we've covered it. I think we've covered it,
0: right, Jamie? Yeah, I think we have too. All right.
1: Yeah, we've covered what, it. I think we're going what, to move along. What else? Yeah, and uh, else I like seen... to say, today I
3: talked to Karina, who plays Amaya, for post-next episode. Who's the that? one who's like, the the woman who's like sort of the leader of that other group. Oh, the leader of the New York people that they met when they got there? Yeah, the one that that uh, is with Thomas Tom, o, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, her.
2: Right.
3: Yeah, I talked to her today. Um, but it's cool. for post the next episode, so it'll be up after Sunday. I just want to mention that before I forgot. All right. All right. Yeah, I think we, we went through this okay though. And the yeah, only yeah. other thing. So what I else have you seen, Jamie? We always I always post the uh Sarah's reviews each week too that people should should check out.
1: All right. Oh, yeah. So
2: I cool. uh, so- wanted
1: to do-
3: um, secret invasion.
0: Yeah, that's the okay.
3: thing I want.
1: <laughs> we've yet we've yet to talk about this show,
0: so yeah, because we forgot about it the first week.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, well I watched. I think it all was in. I watched. I think I watched the other ones like this week. I think it still was, and I just watched the last one today, so I just finished it up. All
1: right. So can we? Um, I just want to start by asking, Asian, have you read the? There's this is a Marvel like short little comic thing.
0: It's I don't it's short. It? It's 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 an it's a it's not a large crossover, but it it's a crossover in between. Like there's comics that are called Secret Invasion, but they cross over into Spider Man and Deadpool and Avenger, you know, other stories too. So it's it's not an isolated comic.
2: Oh, all
1: right. Uh, and this storyline is taken from. Uh, is this yeah. like literally from yeah, things of comics, or is it like you new? Know?
0: Uh, I, I haven't read all of it. I've only re- read pieces of it, um, but I'm familiar with the whole story. Um, and there's actually some things that happened that I didn't know that actually did happen in the comics. Like when, when Maria Hill dies at the end of the first episode, um, I was surprised by that. I was like, Holy shit. I was like, they just killed Hill. I was like, what the hell? And then, you know, I was talking about it with a friend at work. And I was like, you know, they haven't really utilized her other than like a sidekick, you know, through all this Marvel stuff. So I'm not entirely surprised that they did that. And then I found out from somebody else Apparently, that actually she actually dies in Secret Invasion, but then she turns out to be alive, which I, I had a, I already had a theory that she might be alive, you know, that it wasn't really her. Because I just felt like that was surprising that they killed her. And then this last episode, Killing Gaia, that, I don't get that at all either. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, I was surprised by both.
0: Yeah, like they make all this hype over... Um oh God. Karen help me, what's her yeah, name? I
1: feel, I feel like you don't hire Amelia Clark and then only use her for two thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't see how that could not be her and how she
3: could not be dead. Um, I don't think usually the the scroll pretend to be other scroll. But I agree no, with I you. No, I think it was
0: definitely her, but I yeah, I was I mean, granted, well, you know to, to be fair, there's only six there. episodes.
2: Yes, so.
0: Yeah, well, that's true, too. Yeah.
2: But at the same time, like, I'm, um, I'm very
0: surprised.
1: I feel like I do think Maria Hill is dead uh, because it was confirmed by multiple characters who said to her mother, she's dead, her body was returned. You know, Nick Fury says she's dead. Um, Rhodey says she's dead. Uh, I think she's dead. But I well, I think she's I dead,
3: think but that doesn't mean they couldn't come up with a way to bring her back later. They decided she, That's the way I
1: look at it. I mean, I'm thinking I think she's dead. I think she's dead. Um, all those people who've died in the show, I think, could be still alive. I think she's dead.
0: Um, yeah, I think she could be dead simply because, like I said, they haven't really utilized her... That much, other than in, the, ends, like, it's, a momentary flashback.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, and I think, I think there, the her death also is, is, in service to the Nick Fury storyline. So if we could like take yeah. a big picture view of this show without detail, I there are some things I like about the show. There are some things I do not like about the show. One of the things I really like is. I like this overall storyline of like Nick Fury being brought low and really struggling to, to, you know, he's been missing three years because he basically ran away from his problems and he's, he's depressed. He's confused. He's alone. He's disrespected. Like I really, I'm kind of liking this, this Nick Fury who's the coolest guy. He's super cool. He's just inherently cool. Right. Um, And always like inspirational and what's going on, and I like this this storyline of him being brought to rock bottom, and I I'm assuming by episode six he will he will rise like a phoenix to be the Nick Fury we know and love, right? Um, And yet there's also this question right now of is he even really Nick Fury or is he a Skrull? So I'm liking all of that a lot, and I so and I think Maria Hill's death is in service to that like, and not only did she die, but she thought Nick Fury killed her maybe at the yeah. end, right?
2: Yeah. Um,
1: so I'm really liking that, the sort of depressing and sad part of it. I don't know if you guys
2: agree
3: <laughs> or not.
1: No, yeah, I I
3: I agree. I, I do too. Um, I think that I felt like at the beginning of it, though, it took a little bit to get moving, I felt like, just in general. Did you guys feel agree. like that? Yeah, I
1: thought like
3: the first episode
1: was a bit slow, but once it I got didn't moving, love it was really episode good. one. It just took a little. I bit didn't of. love episode one. I thought it was average. Episode one, I'm like, oh really? This is the best they could do. No. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I didn't maybe like Brody AJ. being. A, I didn't. I, I didn't like Rody being a jerk, but then I started to wonder if, yeah. if maybe he's been kidnapped and he's a, and he's been replaced by a Skrull.
1: Well, I yeah. thought that.
3: And I don't, don't like,
1: like that, gra- that uh, now
3: that, little- no, that I said that, um, Mark- Asian, uh, Freeman, uh, what's his name? Martin, his character is probably that hit, like, like we, we discussed this. I mean, do we know that it isn't possible he's captured somewhere? Not really, but he's probably dead. I don't like that. Oh. Um, because I like him. But, uh, oh, Rody? Rody no, no, it's is a scroll.
0: Uh, oh, oh, Marty. No, uh,
3: Martin Freeman's character. I don't know his yeah, character.
0: Yeah, Mar- um, uh, uh, Ross, Ross, Ross. Yeah, no, right. I, I, I'm, I, I'm yeah, pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Ross. Uh, like I knew immediately that that had to be a scroll, simply because I'm pretty sure Ross is still at Wakanda. Yeah, that was what I kind of wondered,
3: too. That actually is possible, and we just wouldn't, like, they wouldn't know he's not there because he's, (laughs) that was why he was able to fake it and be, pretend to be him. Well, I hope so. I don't know. I don't want him to be dead, but that's because I like the actor, not because I necessarily care otherwise. (laughs) Um, I think,
1: but no, I like the character, too. I mean, if he's dead, you know, it kind of, or if he's not dead, it kind of raises the question of anybody who is a Skrull and is like, how long have they been a scroll? It is really unlikely that Ross was replaced by a scroll when he was fighting on behalf of Wakanda. That's probably unlikely. That's uh, because true. Skrull, so he didn't come back. It had to have been they copied him a long time ago. That would not be a Skrull. Um, uh, that would not be a strategic move if you're trying to take over, right? Um, yeah. But... Could he be in a scroll prison somewhere, or in a state of animation like those people we saw in a machine? Who knows. Um, I, and his death doesn't his death doesn't make sense except for shock. Like Maria Hill's death makes sense to advance Nick Fury's character. Ross's death doesn't really make sense except for being kind of shocking, right? I mean, it, it's well, that, not, well, a, not thing. If, a big enough. Well,
0: that's the thing. That, if if Ross if Ross is dead. I don't see them. I don't see them killing him off screen.
3: That's true, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That he was replaced, and we never saw him be killed. That you—that's a good point, AJ. Um, also, how did you well, guys? Part of the problem look, is with
3: this show. Any of them could be trolls, and you don't know when they are. Well, like, no, that's a problem. Gosh, that's a little
1: yeah, bit of a problem. Um, yeah. How do you like? Also, kind of it, also
0: kind of a point though.
1: Yeah. yeah, is Gravin the name of the villain? His name is Gravin, Garvin, Gravin, right? Yeah, Gravin,
0: Gravin. Gravin.
1: How do Gravin. you guys, Gravic? What do you guys think about him?
0: I think he's a jerk. <laughs> I mean, I get it to a point. You know, it's like it's like like you know, you see that flashback of when Fury, you know, promises them all that they can live amongst the humans and he's going to, you know, he's going to make get them a new home and fix everything. And it's been, you know, it's been 20, 30 years since he made that promise and didn't come through. And it doesn't help that Nick has spent the last, uh, since Endgame, he's been, you know, so it's been what, five, ten years since then that he's he's been in space because he was, Hiding out and, you know, not wanting to deal with stuff, you know. So he hasn't exactly come through with his promise. But, so I, I get Gravik's thought process to a point. But how are, what they're, how, I have, you know, again, villains, always, you know, certain, some villains always think yeah. they're right. But what he's doing is no different than what was what done to them in the first place of how they lost their home world. Yep. You know. Just because you think humans are a bunch of idiots, which can't make really make that, arg- you know, can't disagree with that argument <laughs> to a point,
2: um, yeah.
0: it, it's our planet to fuck up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thinking that you can yeah. just come in and take over because because you yeah. want a new home doesn't make it right. I, I get his thought process, yeah, I mean, but it doesn't think make it he right. He wasn't
3: still trying to get them a home either. It's not like he gave up and they weren't still trying. Wow. Well, like,
0: mm-hmm. They just
3: kind of got sick of waiting, I guess.
1: I find him to be a one note villain and I feel like he he lacks any sort of like depth and that his dialogue is very sort of like I, I feel like he's a very stereotypical, like upstart young I I mean, he's really kind of a terrorist, right? Um, who's got a big following.
2: He's more than kind of. He is a terrorist, but yeah. <laughs> and that, you
1: know, I found that scene where he manages to, like, convince the council in two minutes. He gets the entire, like, governing council of Skrulls to go along with him. I, I thought that was – I get it's only six episodes. I just found it to be a little too um, stereotypical and easy for him to suddenly be like – they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll, you know, I'll go with you and your total, like, you know – after the Skrull spent, like, I don't know, like, yes, the Skrull has spent years and years infiltrating every aspect of human society uh, as part of, I guess, the secret invasion. And all of a sudden, when he's ready, they're all like, no, we're not ready. Like, it it kind of, I don't know. It, it. They kind of switch it. I get it, but I guess I just find him, I, I get it, but I guess I just find the way he personally is. His interactions and his dialogue and whatever—that he's a little one-note, and I—I find maybe if he was a little bit older. I mean, I know they made him young to be for a reason, but there's something about him that doesn't—that doesn't really speak to me as a villain.
0: It's you know, the part part of it. You know, and this is we see this and say this all the time, but he kind of convinces them through fear. I mean, that what the the one uh, woman she did leave.
1: He let her go. He said, "You won't be touched."
0: Yeah, she was. Yeah, the the Russian. I don't know what her job title is, but she's Russian. Um, You know, so there was. You know, he didn't get everybody, but everybody else was. It was. You know, it was kind of fear because that little interaction. You know, at first they're like, "Oh, this is a bad idea," and everything. The one guy stood up to him, and then as soon as he wasn't a problem anymore, (laughs) he shut him down, and then everybody was like, "Okay, I agree."
1: Yeah, that's true. But
3: yeah, yeah. which again, big
0: important. But in, like, again, if they don't, if they, they don't, they kind of give in them. a little fast. Yeah. Well, that's that's again. Once again, if they don't agree with him, the six of them can't take him out. He's one person.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly. They're right. one alien. But yeah.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Um. And, again, I know it's only six episodes, but he's managed to make himself a Super scroll, and he's got a team of, like, Super scrolls somehow, which is a little bit... Like, that's all happened yeah, they haven't off the that yet.
0: Well, somehow still, he built still working on that part. Yeah, he but... hasn't quite gotten there he, like,
1: yet. Yeah. It's kind of more
3: of a design. It doesn't have to make sense. It's yeah, headed, It's
0: headed that way, are, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. What if... Um. He. By the way, I just I finally realized where he was from. I looked it up. I, I'm like, I know, I know that guy. He's from the OA. He was the main one yeah. in the final season of the OA. I didn't know. Oh, he's from the OA. Yeah. 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 Um. I knew that. The
2: other,
3: well, I didn't look it up. <laughs> um. The other two things I want to mention. One, like, was there? I, I assume that the part with Fury being married was. I don't remember anything ever being in there, even hinting at that before. Was there? Because that was was surprising that he's married to a scroll. If we're to assume that's really him, that was kind of a little surprise.
1: He's married to a scroll and he knew she's a scroll, right? Like that was huge, I thought. I I wasn't ever aware of that. No,
3: I wasn't either. That's what I meant. I thought maybe I missed something. Because I felt like we were supposed to know that. Yeah, no,
0: that's that's completely new. That's not something we knew.
3: Although she's, it seems like, may or may not be working with uh graphic. I,
0: oh, she, think I, I think she i think she absolutely is.
3: well and they just made it look
0: that
2: way maybe
3: is, but i kind of wonder if that's like more of red herring and that she's actually not or she's pretending to be or something that's just my own guess i don't know but, but no whatever that's reason, that's, a, that's a fair I like
0: guess i feel like we're they gonna they find out trying, they're going to trying they're definitely not.
3: Yeah, they're definitely making it it look that that
1: way. I feel like it's a
3: a red herring. Like it's going to turn around. You're probably right. You're probably right. They do that shit all the time. Yeah.
1: I really enjoyed the scene where she confronts him at breakfast. Now, I've told you that my favorite part of the show is the idea of Nick Fury's development and where he's been. And that whole part where she's like, you never have been the same since the blip. You came back from the blip. And you've never been the same. And, and like, and then the blip was one thing it wasn't your choice, but then you chose to go into space to find a planet for the scrolls and you've been gone for, like, however many years, right? You've been gone for, like, literally years, and I've never heard from you. Like Yeah, and she you're questioning really, me. Like, I did what I had to do, get over it. <laughs> That's kind of what she said. Yeah. Like, she really, yeah, but I, I like did. how oh. she really she really laid it out for the audience of like where Nick Fury is like psychologically right now. Right. And, and like what he did and how uncool it is. Like, like Nick Fury, he's made a bunch of excuses about like, Oh, I got delayed. I had to do this. She really (laughs) lays it out there about how bad it is, what he's done to her. Um, And, and like, I, I, I thought that was a good I thought it was just a well-done scene. It was short. It laid it all out there. It really set the stage between them, and it really sets it for you to understand why she might be with Gravik at this point. If
2: she yeah. Did.
3: By the way, and I don't know how accurate this is, but I just was going to say, according to IMDB, because I had it up, I was looking at the people's names, um, it says guys in all six episodes,
2: which could well, <laughs> just be wrong. That.
0: Yeah, I don't go That's by it. By it. I, I don't well, go, I don't go by ended, says, but...
3: You know what? Now that I said that, though, it also says that uh, Col- uh, Maria Hill's in five of them, so that may not be accurate. Could be, could be flashbacks. <laughs>
0: could, be, could be flashbacks. Yeah, could
3: be. Um, the other person. Which, I
0: want sorry, to let's before, not worry
3: about that. is Olivia Coleman, who's awesome. I very She's much awesome. am enjoying her. In this, oh, I, yeah. I love she her said that thing like, with the owl where she put the eye patch on it and refunged it. That was funny. Yeah, that,
0: that was, was
1: funny. Cute.
3: Yeah, I like her. I always like her. She's she's a good actress.
1: Yeah, she's great as like the frenemy kind of person. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, kind of surprising to see her be so. Um, I, she's not obviously not a villain, but be so like violent. <laughs> I was not expe- yeah. originally expecting that. Anyway, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I guess I should say I have seen her as a villain. She was a villain in that one Doctor Who episode, so I have seen oh, her yeah. be violent
2: before. But
3: um, but I don't know. I didn't expect it in this um but yeah she's good
1: all right um before we wrap this up can i just say that i think the the credit sequence is spectacular the animated opening sequence you know i I love it you know
3: that stable diffusion i just have to mention that i don't know if i said
1: that before in here but that's
3: Uh, what it's made using stable diffusion which is sort of oh. without going into big detail of a version of Mid or how Mid started kind of oh. it's hard to explain I but know, it's made I know of, there
1: was there was there some was controversy probably, that yeah. people are like oh it was made with AI yeah. but I mean that's yeah. what i for I think it's beautiful and interesting I think it's cool. And yeah. cool and different I love
3: it. it it fits it yeah I like it a lot too but they it's did actually,
0: have all, so it's funny that you people mentioned the whole controversy thing. It's because it's people need something to talk about on Twitter. Yeah,
3: yeah, well, they're always missing about the problem with about yeah, saying AI <laughs> and taking jobs and that. Okay. So at any rate, it's right. made with Stable Diffusion, <clears throat> which
0: is what I use. So
3: I thought
1: yeah. that was good. so. At any rate, it's so, go-
0: it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It is cool. awesome. So yeah. Jamie, you so you, yes. so you you turned us on to. Um, the Lazarus Project, and you haven't watched it,
3: and I haven't had time to catch up. No, but to be fair, I've I've had so much crap going on with my with my tooth and being no, sick and everything else. I'm I'm trying. I just have I know, not had time to sit down.
0: No, it's just it's just ironic no, it's because funny. you were the one that and turned really it on to it.
3: See it. I just have not had time.
0: It's really, I saw really part good. Of the
3: pilot and that was it. But I am going to watch it. I just have to have time to sit down and see it. It's a lot of things I want to watch, but. Um, yeah. All right. As I was gonna say, I haven't. I don't think I've seen. I mean, you guys can talk about Silo. I guess I. I did not see the last Silo, but I, like I said, I. I know what but I just haven't had a chance to actually watch it. Well, do
1: you want to talk about it now, or do you want to do you want to run down some website updates real quick? Uh, well, I'm
3: kind of behind on a lot of things because of what's going on. I'm oh, trying to think right. what if there's anything specific that's been up. There has, it hasn't been as, as quick updates. There's been a lot of interviews, but the, truthfully, a lot of the stuff, even though they they shoved so much into last week, a lot of it's stuff that doesn't come out till like, the end of the month or next month. So it's nothing necessarily that's gone up right now. But I did do two for uh, Dark Winds this week, though, which is coming back. But I, don't, I can't remember if you guys watched that or not. I don't think you did. I don't
0: even know what that is.
3: It's an AMC show. It, it's based on a book. Um, and I mean, I like it. It's not the kind of show we talk about usually, but, but it's pretty good. But, yeah, so, yeah, there been a lot of interviews, but not as much posted because a lot of the stuff's embargoed and hasn't, uh, hasn't gone up yet. But, uh, yeah. But, get, no, there's a lot coming. <laughs> it has to yes. Put it that way. All right. Well, do you want to do silo now before I go, or you guys want to do the
0: other thing? Yeah, time? that works. <laughs> no, if you want to talk about silo, that's good.
3: Yeah, I can sort of somewhat chime in at least for the parts that I know, but like I said, I didn't actually see that last episode. So my first
0: question like, is,
3: Detailed. For
0: Karen, up to this point, how much has the show stuck to the book? You're good as can.
3: I don't know. Maybe. Sorry, I,
1: I just had my thing on mute for a minute there. Um, it oh, has I'm not right. always. It has not. I wouldn't say it's been a hundred percent devoted to the book, but. There are some things that have changed, but it has been pretty close to um, the first book, I think. Um, As I recall, the ending goes a little bit further, and I think they have chosen to hold some of it for maybe the next season. I could think about that if it if it was exactly the same. There have been some things that were a little bit different. And this bit that goes down at the end the, with the screen and the tape.
2: Um I mean
1: I love the way they did that, right? If that I recall was hilarious. correctly. Yeah. If I recall correctly that might have gone down. Shut your eyes. Yeah, shut your eyes, shut your
0: eyes, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't see what you saw.
1: Um, yeah, and that he wouldn't even like just kill them or even um that like I guess you I guess they can just only kill so many people, right? Um, but that he's like, close your eyes, don't look, like, how are they ever gonna not like
2: <laughs> tell what they saw, yeah. right?
1: Um Yeah, that secret's that secret's done. Um, I think it's, the, anyway, what you're saying is, I, I think it's been pretty true to the story. I think there have been a little bit of differences. I have felt that all along they're kind of, the changes they've made are worth it um, and insignificant. But I feel like the way, we'll, so the first book is wool, right? Uh, it's not called Silo. The, the, first, it's the Silo is the name of the trilogy, and I think the second book is actually called – the first book is called Wool, and you actually saw at near the end there when they bring the box of wool, which is like sort of the, the cloth you use to clean the, the – use wool to clean yeah. the, the screen, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so they uh, – that's why it's called Wool. But I think – so the end of the book goes a little bit further. Um, at the end of the show, she walks over the hill, and that's the end of it, right? And Yeah, we see, uh, and we see it, the
0: other silos.
1: And you see which, that there are all these other
2: silos, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: which, which, um, proves, which proves that my, my, my theory last uh, – not last week, but two weeks ago about there being 18 silos or, or at least 18 silos might be true. <laughs> that might be the whole thing about right. the number 18.
1: Right, because it's called Silo 18 is where they live, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I won't say where it goes. The end of the book goes a little further. Whether or not that happens with Julia on the outside or with the people on the inside, I'm not going to say. Um, but goes a little bit further before you get to the new book, Silo. And I think that they're going to um, – Hold that. Clearly, they're going to have a season it It's been renewed, right? But well, yeah, already, it's already, yeah, it's already be
0: been renewed. renewed. Yeah, it's already been yeah. renewed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she comes. It's hard for me to remember what exactly happens between Wall and Silo, but I think, as I recall, there's more that happens. Uh, before you get into the actual like next book silo, um, which actually I felt like the next book silo. If I remember correctly, there's like a totally new person in the second book. Um, but interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah Wool well, I'm thinking about it now, and I Google it and Wool well goes
0: further.
1: Um, and then the second book is the, the second book. Oh, the second book is shift, right? And the third book is sand. It's wool shift and sand. Let's call it the silo series. Anyway, yeah, there's some amazing stuff happening. I think uh, I'm gonna stop talking about it because you've asked me the question. I'm droning on forever, but it has some changes. <laughs> They're all worth it. They're subtle enough that if you read the book right now, you wouldn't be like, oh, I can't believe they changed that. That's terrible, right? Right. How did you? Um, How did you? So, so Jamie, you saw it a while ago. Aj saw yeah. it a week ago. Wait a while. Um, and loved it. Um, and that ending scene is amazing, but, like, how did you like it playing up to that, and where did you catch on to what was going on? Because I think they were, like, I think they were laying breadcrumbs for viewers to catch on, and some of us maybe didn't catch on until really the last minute, and some of us might have seen it a little bit sooner, right? Yeah, I wasn't – at the point I had finished watching it, I did,
3: still did not know for sure whether – she was going to go out there and it was going to be nice and livable and they were lying or not. I still didn't know at that point. Um, I was so, I was kind of surprised when I was told what, cause like I said, I didn't nobody told me what the ending was when um, I, yeah, I didn't know which it was going to go. I, I still felt like it could go either way that she was going to go out there and be perfectly fine or she was going to go out and die. I didn't know. Um, or not,
1: or not even go out, maybe. Or maybe or beat not even it go not Well, even go I kind out. of figured she
3: might, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously we knew they were lying about stuff because she had found the books and everything and they were surveilling her. But I, I, I kind of thought that it might be okay out there because I, I had seen the part where, I don't know if you remember this, I, I remember the one scene, it was whenever the, they, um, oh yeah, because that was way before, whenever the engine, when they shut it off and the power went off, do you remember like it blipped and it showed the screen and it showed like the pretty, lush version like for a second, uh-huh. through the screen? Yeah. I remember that, and I, I at that I was still thinking that there was a good possibility that, like the what they were seeing as like the wasteland was what was fake, and that that was the real image,
1: Well it really was beautiful green and the wasteland was made to scare them to staying indoors. Yeah. That, that I mean, that
3: was kind of what I thought was still a real possibility. I really didn't know for sure. I mean, I, I thought that it was possible. It wasn't, but I was more leaning towards that at that point that that was,
0: so I was wrong, definitely. But, um, you yeah, know, I kept, yeah, I kept yeah. going back and forth. Cause like, I was like, hmm, uh-huh. I couldn't figure out how, you know, how they got the video of this, uh, you know, they have videos of the, woman, what she's seeing unless it's recording what she's, like, I was kind of going back and forth on a, while, for a while. I really thought, then I thought, you know, why are they trying to keep everybody inside if it's nice outside? And I was like, okay, well, it always comes down to, pat, you know, people wanting power and everything. But then it's like, why are they um, showing them
3: this fake, nice view, though? Like, that was confusing to me, too. Like, why would they yeah, be like, like showing them that lie at all? Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. The way it's done is really good. Um, because it does keep you guessing and everything. And, you know, I mean, there's so many things in this episode that I love. Um, I love the garbage shoot scene. I couldn't believe it when she just dropped down. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, oh, like, you know she's not going to die? You know she's not going to die? But holy crap. And then Knox, that asshole, ratted her out. I couldn't believe Knox did that shit. Um, but the one scene that I think got me more than anything that I think was very telling was when once she's caught and she's having a conversation with uh, Bernard and, you know, she's kind of ranting and raving and she's going on and on. She's like, you know, she's like, George knew it all. You know, the 15-foot foot door down up at the bottom of the silo under the water. And Bernard, he, Tim Robbins was great in that scene because his, his body language and facial expressions said everything. He doesn't, Bernard doesn't know about the door. You could tell in that moment, yeah. the look on his face, he does not know about the door and she didn't catch it. But I caught it. I was See, like, I, I, he doesn't I, know about the thing the door. I, don't I was like, he doesn't know about you. the door. So there's definitely more going on here than anybody you know, than just you know it's like it's kinda like both sides are right but it, 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 it I wanna know more why Bernard and them are are so, I uh, can't think of the word I'm looking for. It's like th- it's like there's a way to do it without being so aggressive, I guess.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. So,
0: it's like they kind of rule by fear. I mean, they you know they have all these these pep talks and everything, but I, it still always seems like, for the most part, you know this whole fear. of, Oh, you say you want to go outside. Well, you know. And I can't figure out, though, if the... What exactly is toxic? Is the air toxic? Are they poisoning them? That I'm still not sure about. Or is the air toxic? And they, the, when they put them out in the suit, are they faulty? Because there's that whole scene with Martha when she goes on her little walk for the first time in 35 years. That, and then she leaves that note for her, uh, for for Juliet. Juliet.
2: It said something yeah. like
0: the 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 tape because there the, the was a whole yeah. there was a whole there was a whole callback to the tape that she stole from IT back at the beginning back in the second episode. They talked about it, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was a huge. They flipped out about it. Like it was this whole thing. They flipped out about and nobody could figure out why they were flipping out about it. So it makes me wonder if that tape is specifically used to tape up the wrists and everything on on the suits when they go outside because they have, like, pinholes in them or something, so it's not actually secure so that people breathe the toxic air and die. Yes, Um, you
1: are correct, sir. They discover Walker figures it out um that yeah. the tape yep. they perp- like the tape upstairs is shitty it's the downstairs purple, tape it? is better is because they're purposely using shitty tape to tape up the the cleaning suits so that you will die so that if there's i th- you know I, it's not explicit in this in this in what we saw but if for some reason you don't take your helmet off you will still die because your suit is not actually airtight you're legibly so Walker figures it out and Walker sends the tape upstairs and right. and she gets she goes to see that person in supply and supply builds Juliet's suit with appropriate tape. So she is protected using the tape. That's what I thought. And that but and also, you know, Juliet when Juliet sees the screen and she realizes oh, that little video I saw was like thing. five inches by eight inches. She's like, it's five inches yeah. by eight inches. And my thing right now is five inches by eight inches. And she's like, the, you know, the, the the display is a lie. This and, and all along, when she says the display is a lie, you think it, it's like she thinks it's that big display up top. The display is a lie it really means that the display in her helmet is a lie, right?
3: Yeah. No. Yeah, because... The book, um...
1: the book then,
3: I assume, tells what happens after her right if you read it
1: the book tells a lot the book goes a lot further it talks about like i don't want to spoil it it tells what happens next and all i'm going to say jamie is that could be with juliet i'm not going to say if juliet lives or dies she could go five more steps and die right or not. Right. It, because, I would like to know or I hope it at least tells what
3: happened rather than her just walking off and that
1: No. It it ended that Juliet the way it ends, I, I guess you didn't see it, Jamie, is Juliet walks far enough away from the silo that her display starts to like little like falter a little falter. bit.
2: Yeah, it stops working. She
1: realizes that what she's seeing is fake and if she would walk a little further, she sees the true wasteland ahead of her. And she's on top of a hill, and the camera pulls back to a bird's eye view, and you see that there are there's a bunch of silos. Like like you know, there was that little like bit of like doorway poking up above with a big circle around it. You see like a whole bunch of those as they pull up into the sky. So
2: she yeah, realizes she's got to get to another realizes, place
1: to be able to survive. I guess is what I'm
2: Yeah, She like, realizes thinking, like, she's not
1: the only silo. She realizes there are more silos, and that's where it ends. So. Can she get to a new silo? Eventually
3: uh-huh. run out of air. <laughs> I guess we do have to also, find out.
1: <laughs> it could be like when she walks away and doesn't clean, everybody inside the silo was like, Holy shit and like they're getting a oh, little that's a good point like little
0: Yeah. Failure. Yeah, yeah, that that was great. That was great the way she did that. She 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 walks over like she's gonna clean it, and then she drops the wool. And everybody's like, Oh, oh my god
1: Yep, and she's like, and they're all like, "What?" Because nobody has ever not cleaned, and she actually says, "I'm not going to clean." And Bernard says to her, "Everybody says that, but everybody cleans." Everybody clean says that, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And everybody cleans. Um, uh,
3: because they
0: think it's beautiful outside, so they want people. to see But she doesn't
1: it. know the truth until after
3: that, right? Or does she know it before she decides not to
0: clean?
1: She
3: figures before, it out that's
1: after
2: like she cleaning. doesn't clean. She figured it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. She
1: figured that's... it out and then she's like, I'm not cleaning, I'm walking away. Um Yeah. So, so what what happened next season could be about Juliet moving on and you never see any of them again inside the silo. It could be about Juliet is never Something seen different. again and you just and you just see the inside of the silo. Or it could be both, right? I'm not saying. But or it could be like very, a different character,
0: and or yeah, or or, or who knows, or who knows what their plans are, <laughs> because yeah,
3: you know, or they could completely go off the off the book, and we might never know. At any no, rate, no, be-
0: I, I, I I get the feeling that's not going to happen with this. So. Yeah, probably not. But um, yeah. but
3: I don't think they've started working on it yet, so it could be quite a while before we
2: before well, we find out.
1: Um. I mean, so here's the thing. If you guys wanted to read it, if you read Wool, it will take you further and tell you what happens in season two, at least the beginning of season two, Um, which is almost crazy to me because this book was so short, I would almost call it a novella, and yet they made an amazing uh, ten episodes and left room for more. So I'll just warn you, if you buy Wool or if I loan you my copy of Wool, it will spoil part of season two for you. All right. So you are warned. Um, oh. I think I think we all thought this was an excellent show, right? We all loved it. We all can't yeah, wait to watch very it well yeah. done. It was great. Mm-hmm. And I think Rebecca yeah. Ferguson was a perfect Juliet. Like I, I in the first one or two episodes, I was not sure about that, but I think she was. I think everybody owned their roles. Really, everybody was great. Everybody owned their roles. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no good
1: one. Who, yeah. No one was like not believable or not fully inhabiting their role. I think. Common. Oh my god. Common. This last episode like he was losing it. I mean not him, his character, right? But uh George, is that his name?
0: Sims. Sim I don't remember Sims. his first name it was Sims.
1: Sims was, I mean, I guess ever since last week when he thought that Juliet threatened the life of his child, he has been, like, like, fairly contained. Like, um, like, I just think Kamen was so good with that, like, barely contained rage. Like, he wants to beat every time he is near her, he wants to beat her to death. You can see it, right? <laughs> and he threatens her and he's going to do it. Like, he, she's only alive because Bernard really saved her. And I'm not really sure why Bernard saved her. Like, why do you think Bernard like cut a deal with her? Like Bernard, because
0: it benefits. It like benefits, benefits him for her to clean. Yeah. It's a public display, and because it, it, it could have been like it, she was just killed
1: in the in the shaft, and she's dead. Just she killed in the recycling shaft, and she's dead. Yeah, but instead, it's, it's a power to make her move. clean, yeah, and it backfires. But, and Common yeah. is like, Sims is like, he just wants to, but he's so, so I think my favorite line of the whole episode was where he says, my son keeps asking me, when is that scary lady coming back? And Juliet goes, oh, really? How many families say that about you every day?
2: Yeah, that was a good <laughs> that line. Effect, right? Great yeah. line.
1: Great line. So true. Mm. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. All right. All right, moving right along. Jamie, you got yeah. any anything else you've seen or want to um, mention? No, the only yeah. other, I
3: was looking to see what the recent interviews were. The only other thing I have I think I mentioned last time was that I had talked to Jamie Bamber. I think I had mentioned that last time, didn't I? Oh, yes, you did, yes. I thought so, yeah. So for now, that's all that's... Um, that's uh, other than uh, Sarah's reviews and the from interviews, but we had talked about that. There isn't anything new since then, but uh lot that's gone up, but a lot of stuff coming. <laughs> it just hasn't been, um, hasn't been put up yet or that isn't out yet. Right. A lot cool. of it's still embargoed. Yeah, um, I was going to say, though, oh, I did mention, I was going to say Twisted Metal, but I mentioned that uh, last week you guys, or last time to you guys, that that was going yeah. to be
2: so, uh-huh. yep, yep.
3: All right. I'm sorry. I, I don't got a lot to say, but uh, no, that's we'll fine,
2: Jamie.
3: Have time to catch up, and I guess if the, we, we still don't know what's going on about the strike, but obviously if they have a strike, there's not going to be anything for a while. So, because they have said and po- it's been out like officially that if they do go on
0: strike, they're not allowed to do any press at all. So that will be the end of that for a while. <laughs> Maybe maybe we can maybe we can ask Gary about the strike next week when he comes on the show.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe he has know. some
0: insight.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know.
3: Probably not, but you never know. <laughs>
0: no, probably not, but yeah.
3: Yeah, Gary will be here next week. All right. Well, have fun, guys, and I will try to catch up on stuff. And how many episodes have been on of La- of Lazarus? Like, do I have a chance of even catching
0: up, or is it kind there's, of central? There's <laughs> two left. There's two there's only left. Two
1: left. Five?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We this is, we're talking about episode six tonight. Episode six. Okay. Eight episodes.
3: Yeah. Oh, I can try. I just didn't yeah, but we'll see. But I really do want to see. It. it looks really good, and you guys seem to like it, so.
0: It's crazy. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Well, I will talk to you guys soon. Then have a good week.
0: All right. Okay, next week. Right.
1: All right. right. Good night. All right. Good night. All right. Bye.
3: All
0: right. All right. So, do we want to do the Lazarus Effect Manifest or Star Trek?
1: let Um, Manifest is fading from my mind with every moment. Let's do that. Um, I know I that you and I were both. Thing. You and I were both really kind of. Uh, Torn about the finale yeah. and the way it all In, ended. And,
0: I'm, I'm kind of indifferent I yeah. think it's the best way to...
2: I mean... So
0: I think they stuck the landing. I, I, I do feel they stuck the landing. I feel like it all came together Um, as I'm watching the last two episodes, and I've been saying this for a couple weeks now, I really truly, I, I feel bad for Jeff Jeffrey because I really do feel like this shortened 20 episodes for one season when he wanted five, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't get the full effect of what he, of his vision. And I think he tried to shoehorn some stuff in that could have been left out. Um, you when you and I were texting, you mentioned the whole thing with Ben and Sonzi could have been left out. I think the reason he didn't leave that out and we just got that little snippet of it is it was for fan service because I, you and I both, I mean, since the beginning, we've always said what amazing chemistry those characters have together, and not even romantically, necessarily, you know? Yeah. So, to yeah. see them finally get together in the, in the waning moment, though, I thought that scene was great. I was like, you know what? Finally. I was actually, I don't, I'm a, you know me, I'm not a shipper, but those two just fit so well together. It would have been, you know, an atrocity had they not... Yep done that um however on the flip side of it that scene when they're at the you know everybody's camping out at at the fisher and oh my god that was so bad that conversation with those two it <laughs> was like bad. oh you know you know ben's all like oh you know he's like last night was great but you know I got to be honest with you. I'm never going to love anybody the way I loved Grace. And she's like, no, I get it. She's like, I'm not going to love anybody the way I love my wife. It's all cool. I'm glad you feel that way. I was afraid I was going to have to hurt your feelings. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, why even give it to us then? (laughs) You know, like I was happy for it. And I was like, and and I get it because of how it ends. But it was just kind of, it could have been done. It could have been done, handled better or or say nothing at all. And then everything happens and he goes back to Grace, and she goes back to her wife, and, and the two of them just kind of give each other a look, maybe, and it's it's done. You know what I mean? Like, I, that, that, that was just, that was bad writing, that scene. I think that's what it was, more than I, anything.
1: I agree. I felt really the same way, because I felt like when, when Ben is like, oh, and he actually says the words, he goes, last night was really great, but, like, last night was really great, but, so I'm like, oh, so they hooked up last night, which, you know, we didn't whatever, I don't need to see a sex scene, but uh, that was really great, but you know, Grace is my one true love, and I'll never get over her. Kind of thing. It's you know, he's like I'll never be over Grace. And I, and I, and I was like, oh, really? Like they're setting up that Ben can never be happy, even though this character who we all hated, you and I hated, mm-hmm. who hasn't been, he never hasn't mentioned, he hasn't mentioned Grace's she name was, in like eight seasons. Right? He hasn't mentioned her name in a long time. Um, And that he can never, and I was like, what kind of like messages that say, this show saying that he can never move on. He's saying I can never move on. Right. And and then somebody's like, I agree. I can never move on either from my wife who hasn't mentioned for like four seasons. Um, I actually thought somebody was a little bit over it. And and I was like, what is going on here? And then of course I see the same reason, you know, because they had to, they were going to set back the clock and put them back with their,
2: I, right. I mean, they, I don't they, think
1: that could really, have been handled I, better. And it, I agree, it was unnecessary. So why do you even put them together? I guess to relieve the sexual tension. Right. But also, like you're right, they didn't need to have that conversation. Like I think they could hook up and be exploring something. But when they had the chance to go back, they do, and like no words need to be said. Right? Like that was right. a little. Yeah,
2: and I again, think it, it could have was been the most written
1: differently. annoying. It wasn't the most annoying, no. like, what, what was far or worse written was the whole Jared and Drea thing, and where Michaela's like, you know, where, I where she's thought been about like, check right? Oh, my God, because my mind was exploding? Is that what you thought about?
0: I, no, I thought about, because the last time we talked, you were pissed off because Michaela was fine with everything. You were like, what is the point yeah. of this storyline if Michaela's fine with everything, and then we find out Michaela's not fine with everything and breaks up with Jen. I'm like, Karen is going to be so happy because <laughs> it has yeah. a point.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had a point,
1: and yet it had a point, but it didn't have a point. Like, Michaela's all fine with it. And then Jared's being all super, you know, baby daddy with his new girlfriend. They're all going to be happy. And it's only when Michaela's like, look, Jared." Like, you really want this, she's better for you, blah blah blah. I was like a little like again, so much of the Ben and Sami thing, I'm like, What is the point of this? Like they could co parent, they could find a way. It never seemed at all that Drea and Garrett were in love until all of a sudden in the last episode or two where
2: she's suddenly yeah.
1: like having sex, right? And then it turns well, out oh, thought... they're gonna they're gonna reunite but was weak eventually
0: that's why right yeah yeah well again same same exact problem with the storyline and again i think it's because it couldn't play out the way he wanted it to it got shoehorned in there i think it, i think you know it, it's a much longer storyline and better storyline if he has more episodes to do it with you know i, I do think do. That, I but do. i do like i do like what they did with um, after they come back to the airport, and she sees Jared, and she gives him back the ring and everything, and he's kind of like, "Yeah, you know." I mean, and it's been known for a while that like he proposed to her to help her get over everything that happened with Evie, you know, like yeah. he kind of jumped the gun himself. And and remember when the show started, she was coming back to break up with him, like she was gonna give him the ring back and then things he went lied. sideways you know because five years later you know
2: yeah yeah
0: so you're it, right, it, make, you you're know, right. It, it makes it, it, it i it, i like the way that it did come full circle um you know i mean we could go on and on about all the different <laughs> um oh one thing i don't know if you thought this but when the light uh, was beaming out of the fissure up into the sky after after uh uh cal sacrificed himself
1: jumped in yeah it
0: made, it made me think of the twin towers remember when they had after the twin towers were destroyed and they had the purple lights in the sky to represent them until yeah. they rebuilt them oh, that's yeah. what it made me think of. I was, yeah. like, oh, I was, like, oh, I was like oh wow
2: yeah um,
1: that's a good point, yeah
0: um, but um i was kind I- of i was kind of sad towel in a way like I get it and it kind of makes sense um but I was kind of sad that he doesn't remember anything but then I was like you know what actually no it is better because you get this him and olive both get their childhood back and so you know you know me though like like I i know I always remember how how upset I was with fringe when fringe ended like I was okay with fringe but I really wasn't because so much had happened that you know I hate when shows give you an entire season and then they change it and it means nothing you know fringe did that to me and that that was i remember i remember watching the last 10 seconds of fringe when they when um uh, uh walter and and the child are going into the the vortex to change everything and i'm going don't do it don't do it don't do it i'm looking at the clock going he's got to do it because there's no there's, the, the show's over there's, there's two minutes left and i there's remember no being very now. disappointed in it with this, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm still like it. It works better for this because it's always where it's been going. Um, but there's also a part of me that's kind of like was kind of a, a, a cheap cop out. But at least the show wasn't about love. It was about forgiving yourself. That's what the entire show was yeah. about. Because everybody had to forgive themselves. And speaking of forgiving <laughs> themselves. <laughs> That leads me to the absolute worst thing this show has ever done in the four seasons that we got. They saved the absolute most pathetic, ridiculous, asinine thing for the last episode. <laughs> yes, and yelling what is that at, Yelling at death is how they win the day. We're, we're yelling, yelling at the awful CGI of death exactly win the day. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here and I'm, we're looking at this and we're like, really? <laughs> like, even Damon was like, that was stupid.
2: <laughs> so,
1: it was. I mean, so I have, I mean, we have clearly danced around Angelina, um, and we can come back to that, but, because I had kind of forgotten. I wasn't dancing around her. You're I right.
0: I forgot about her. I
1: mean, Angel- but you're right, they get on the plane, I mean, because he's horrible, they get on the plane and people are turning to dust and some people are able to, like, talk their way, you know, like, no, Egan, don't turn to, d-. like, basically, so Egan's going to turn to dust because he doesn't believe in himself? Yeah, because, like, like Egan basically forgave himself in the last second, and so he doesn't turn to dust, right? Um, but, yeah, the way that death appears, like the like, the literal Grim Reaper appears to them, right? He's all black and Like, looking like a Halloween costume. Um, And then Ben basically yells at him and is like, I will not go into that dark night. And, you know, I will. And and Death's like, all right, whatever. And they're like, so basically you were basically refusing the death date. Like, is, right? Like, he yells at Death and like, we won't go. And so. Hell no, we won't go. Hell no,
2: we won't
1: go. Right. So if that's all it, it takes, bad. then why the callings and why, the, like, right? Like, yeah, that looks bad. Yeah, that, and was, you're right. Is, like, was, like, like could Netflix have given them $100,000 more to, like, I don't know what it takes, but that really was not – that was that disappointing was to me. That was that was oversimplified, and the idea that you could just tell death no, um, because I, <laughs> like, like, as you just explained, the point being if you forgive yourself, if they could all forgive themselves. There are a bunch of flawed people who need to forgive themselves and move on, and that could allow them to avoid the death date and save the world. But there was this extra thing of, like, Ben having to give death a lecture and be like, get out of here. Get thee behind me, Satan, kind of thing, right? And death like, yeah. all right, forget it. I'm out of here. You, you're yelling at me. I'm out of here.
0: Um, yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, that was kind of – all that stuff on the plane was kind of um, – And the, I mean, I mean, also if it's about forgiving yourself, actually Ben had to forgive. He had to forgive Angelina. Like for Ben, he had to forgive Angelina before he got on that plane, right? Which is a totally different story than forgiving. Ben didn't much. I guess it was all just forgiveness in general. Um, yeah. I didn't like when he forgave her. I didn't like the idea that he'd carry her to the plane. I did like that she eventually had to die. There was no redemption for her. She had to die and disappear. I like that part because so, I hate her. I have
0: a theory, I have a theory that doesn't matter because the show's over. But those 11 people that did turn to dust, in five years, they're going to reappear. And they're going well, to, they to they're gonna have to try again to redeem themselves. They're going to have to try again to redeem themselves.
1: Well, I mean, you're probably not wrong because there was this big thing at the end where they're like, "Oh, eleven people disappeared off this plane." Yeah, and when Vance. Yeah, when Vance mission. when
0: Vance shows up. Yep, <laughs> when Vance showed up.
1: Yeah, and they disappeared, and and like, where did they go? Does this just become another reenactment of what they've gone through? Um, at least for somebody like Vance. Um, and. Like, where did they go, and do they get another chance? Because they weren't all, so 11 people disappeared. One of them's Angelina, who, whatever, yeah. like, good riddance. But the other 10 are not necessarily horrible people, most some of them, right?
0: Um, Honestly, the other 10, other than the one guy that was part, actually, the other people were mostly people in her flock.
1: Yes, they were. You're right. Which you know that's awful.
0: They're awful. They fa- they're, they're awful. They followed Angelina.
1: <laughs> yeah, if Angelina is
0: to die, she. So um... I felt bad for for about TJ and Olive. I was like, ah, that sucks. Because now she's a little kid again, and he's you know. So I didn't even think yeah. about that until she, the little girl version of her, ran up to him with the book, and I was like, oh my god! I was like, that sucks. And then he meets Violet, which I thought was kind of interesting and ironic.
1: Yeah, who was the girl that so, Cal liked when he was old? Cal
0: was, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting that they did that. And then, um, which, which also, I thought was a cute little whatever. That was kind of a throwaway thing. However, I mean, I, we, we can't I end this conversation. Wait, wait, with, wait. I, hold, hold on one second. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I also thought it was perhaps not impossible that when they are older, the age difference will become less important. And could they in 10 years or, you know. No, you're
0: right. There's only a five-year difference between them.
1: Yeah. All right. But anyway, we can't end without what?
0: The best line of the entire episode goes to Egan. When, when Ben's like, everybody get on the plane. And Egan says, the plane the, the plane that the Earth just threw up? <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, that's my God. Even. And there's so many. That reminds me. I was, I, I um, earlier in the episode, when everything was, you know, pieces were coming together and everything. And, and the, the, that's where the piece of the Ark was and everything. And I said, oh, my God. I said, the Ark will rise from the fissure. I was close. A, the plane rose from the fish. So that's their arc.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say before we hang up what, what I texted to you and, and we sort of agreed on, on text that I felt like, um, like some other shows, I found this, like you said, you think they stuck the landing. Um I think Without, that I found yeah,
0: it no pun intended.
1: I uh, I feel very satisfied with the I don't like how they got there. I like how it ended. I don't like how they got there. Um
0: No, I agree with that. Or that
1: I, right? Or that I found it like lost. I found it emotionally satisfying, but it was not intellectually yes. satisfying at all, right? Um
0: even the Zeke stuff, like her, her and, uh, like, Michaela and Zeke, I thought was, was, I was happy about that, too, considering the fact that we kept calling for his head, too.
1: Yeah, we hate him. I hated him. Um, and that sort of, like, made sense that, she, that she's like, oh, I have a chance to, I really like that they have their memories, that they landed but have their memories. And so they have a chance to do it differently this time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's the whole point. They they have to and keep the memories, head. otherwise there's no point.
2: Yeah. What I
0: don't like is Ben and Michaela both. <clears throat> it's like they went back to season one. Ben and Michaela. Oh, wait till like, I tell you about all this. They're like, like Ben's like our three children, and 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 Grace is like we have two children. He's like, oh, I got so much to tell you. And then you know, Michaela basically has the same conversation with Zeke. I'm like really, people, like, did you not learn? <laughs> like, you're just going to tell them no, everything? He, like, he, like, come on. Yeah. Like, Grace, Ben and Grace, Ben and Grace, Zeke might be okay. Ben and Grace are going to get divorced. <laughs> because they're going to tell her all this shit. She's going to think he's crazy. He, gonna fucking crazy. Yep. She's going to fucking take the children.
1: <laughs> right? be like, sorry, he can't
0: raise because yeah. Grace Because Grace is awful. She's the worst. Oh, and you know what I thought was a great throwaway scene was um, was Sandi kind of surprised me. I didn't I didn't take her for a razor Against the Machine girl.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, right? Yeah, that's great. Also, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, I, I I liked where they went. I didn't like how they got there. That's, I guess, all I can say. Right?
0: Yep. Yep. No, I I agree. You know, it's it, it, it. I guess you could say it. Um, actually, you know, it, it's the opposite of Lost because I used to say about Lost all the time, it's not about the destination, it was always about the journey. Whereas with Manifest, destination was better than the journey sometimes. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yep, you're right. You're right, absolutely. 100%. So.
0: so. All right. All right. Moving along.
1: Farewell. All right, moving right along. Uh, uh, Lazarus or you- Trek. I don't know. I don't know. Um, both good. Um, Lazarus? How about
2: Lazarus?
0: Okay.
1: Because there was some crazy shit happening for these last few oh. weeks. Um, okay, well, Lazarus? I love, I love what this really makes you become. think.
0: I do, yeah? too. Yeah? I, and it really, 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 really makes you think. hmm yeah. Go ahead. What if you loved Karen?
1: I love that George. I mean, it's predictable, and yet I love how George's plan just keeps going wrong and wrong and wrong, and he has to kill more and more and more people, and escalating his plan because it's just never like, like I think he thought it'd be so easy. Let me just steal a bomb and set it off and reset everything, and he's got to kill. People. He's got to kill his fellow agents. He's got to kill innocent people. He blows off a nuke. He kills only 200 people. It's a fail. Like, it goes, like, it was so predictable, and yet he kind of never saw it. I love the way it, it plays into his bad planning, but also maybe the universe wants this to happen. And he's playing against, like, bigger forces are at work than he's able to. I love all that. I loved watching his team be very slow to catch up, but I guess what I really like is how I thought this show in episode one, it's almost like a superhero adventure show. Like, oh, George has a superpower, and he's been picked to be part of the Avengers and whatever. And, like, George, is George now the villain? Because I think George maybe now is the villain. Um And he he knows what he's doing and he's killing these people on purpose and it's getting worse and worse. And we know that he can't forget. We know that you'll remember that. And so not only will the world change and everybody's on his ass, but the world changes. and You got Sarah, but at the cost of these people, like he can't just because they come, we've warned that just because they come back to life doesn't mean that you get off scot-free for killing them emotionally. Right. So I love all that.
0: Right. Um, yeah. See, I see it. I I, agree, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I see it on a deeper level. Like, first of all, um, I liked the episode that was mostly about Shiv and um, uh, 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 uh Archie. It was mostly about Archie and how. And, and it's funny actually. I didn't realize that Shiv actually recruited her. You know, you don't realize you 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 feel right. like she's more important than, than Shiv, and then find out that he actually brought her in. Um, mm-hmm. but she's really smart. Like I didn't realize, I thought, you know, she made that crack about quantum physics in the first episode. You don't think nothing of it. Turns out she is like ex- an extremely smart person. Smart. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I thought that was, you know, I like and I like the way a lot of these episodes have focused on different, the different characters. So we kind of get to know them a little better. I've enjoyed that. Um, George, is just flying by the feet of his pants. And I don't disagree that George is basically the villain now, but I don't think he's the big bad. You know how, like, a lot of TV shows or movies, they have they have you know, multiple villains, and then there's, the, like, the, the big bad of the season or whatever? I think yeah. George is a villain. Redcroft's a villain. I think the big bad is the agency. It's the Lazarus Project. I feel like they've created these. They've created these people. Well, think. All right, think about this a second, okay? Yes, George is a mutant, and he until uh, Archie brought him in, he didn't know what the hell was going on. He was losing his friggin' mind, you know. And and now we've seen Shiv, we've seen George, um, Janice, and Reck, uh, Dennis and their baby. All right. We've seen five people that are mutants. How many other people in the world are mutants that they haven't brought in that could possibly be, you know, trying different going, okay, well I'm reliving this, this, you know, I just went back six months. So uh, let me try things this way this time. And how do we know like all these disasters that they've stopped over the years, how do we know that they are not created by other mutants out there? Because of them going crazy, like George is losing his shit. George's goal is he doesn't care about himself. Sarah lives; he'll be on the run for the rest of his life. He doesn't care. As long as Sarah gets to live, he
2: doesn't Uh, care. He's putting
0: her—he's putting her ahead of her. But I
1: don't know. They bring these people.
0: They bring. I don't know. You don't think he's going to be. Well, I mean, I mean, he could try playing this whole – he could try playing against Shiv. He could be like, Shiv's – you know, he's already put it against Shiv, so everybody thinks that Shiv might have turned, okay? Shiv clearly obviously knows the truth, and if the two of them come face-to-face with each other in front of everybody else, it's going to be a, no, he's the bad guy. No, he's the bad guy. No, he's the bad guy. Well, I can prove this. Oh, no, I already proved that about you, so All haha, right. you can't All use right. that again. You know? And I can see that. Well, but
2: I, I just feel like –
0: they, I just feel like that the Lazarus Project does not do a good job of, you know, let's. It's like, all right, George go, goes, you know, he helps save the day, he feels like a superhero and everything, and then Sarah dies because of it, and he's told, so, sorry, I mean, Sarah your 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 girlfriend died because, you know, we can't fix it because she died because. It's not a natural disaster. It's not a worldwide catastrophic event. You know, sorry, people. You know, like we talked about this war. People lose babies every and that's day, fair. And, not, and that but, is
2: reasonable.
1: That, that is reasonable and yes, fair.
0: Yes, yes, but yes, to a, but. But now think about the, the people, like you know, all, everybody, everybody in the project, all the people in the project that have all these memories far beyond their years. You know what I mean? I mean how many times did we see the world blow up when uh, Archie and the other guy were trying to stop that whole catastrophe? Okay. How many times did we see that? How many times did we see Dennis and Janice's baby get reborn? You know what I mean? I'd say probably 20, 30 times at least. Okay. Yeah. What does that do to a, what does that do to a person's psyche to the point? I mean, Dennis snapped. Dennis had enough. Dennis Dennis wants to, to burn the whole thing down. You know, Dennis is in the mindset of maybe, you know, I just, I feel it's in, it's, it's not, um, maybe they shouldn't bring these people in or if they do bring them in, explain to them, you know, what's going on and and not let them become a part of it or do a better job of a psychiatric program. You know, maybe maybe they should have a shrink on retainer for every time they reset the world. You know what I mean? Because that's what's happening here. These people are breaking. They're snapping, and I and and Shiv is the only one that we've really seen that hasn't snapped yet. But I don't think the project is actually a good thing.
1: But so here's the thing. I I think that we have to see that George is acting from a very selfish position, and you're like, oh, these people remember it. How difficult is that? But but for George to reset to get Sarah back that does mean there could be somebody out there who remembers losing their baby and having to be in labor. Like he's only redoing it to Janet maybe or somebody who is like Janet. Right. Um, right. Uh, to get this one person back. And he, I mean, he lost her text message was from Lazarus Project that distracted him, but
2: it could have been right. from anyone.
1: I mean, he's re- I also don't agree with you, AJ, that he, is putting Sarah out of everything and he'll be on the run forever and, and it's fine if she's alive. I don't think that was his plan. I think he really thought he'd set the world back and wake up in the morning. He, we see it in a dream. He dreams that he will wake up in bed with her and it will be okay. His plan was to set it back to wake up in bed with her and have the whole thing reset. He never intended that he would be on the run, but it's fine as long as she's alive. I don't really think that was his plan. I think he had a very I don't think how it couldn't
0: not be his plan. I mean, Shiv I knows. How could it not be his plan? Or you think that's what it became? You think that's what it became yeah, because his, of Shiv? Yes.
1: Okay. His plan was not that Shiv would know. His plan was that he'd sneak around and, like, secretly, like, somehow I'm a, I'm a newbie agent, but I will be able to find a bomb and blow it up and nobody will find out and it will reset. I don't think he ever intended that. Not for nothing? That. Anyone would. If, if Shiv hadn't
0: found out, he would have gotten away with it, actually.
1: <laughs> he would have. Uh, yeah, but I think killing Shiv is going to have repercussions for him. I think oh, yeah. George is not. I, I mean, I do feel there's a little bit of a bad thing going on where we see George being like a super agent, that I just don't think he is. Like, George, every shot is on. He kills everyone. He's very – I think George is being – whatever. I guess every reset gives him practice. But, ah,
0: but that's, he didn't kill Again, himself. that's the I thing. Think, how many resets have there been? That, that's the okay. whole problem. I think the show needs to give us a more definitive answer of that because we don't I know think, how much has gone by.
1: I don't think he ever intended to do anything but blow a bomb and live with Sarah. I don't think George thought it through enough. I don't think George ever intended to have to shoot a person or kill a person or do anything. I think it was all very sort of abstract for him, and then he has to kill Shiv and then he has to kill like a cop and then he has to kill he kills all these people along the way innocent people and then he sets the bomb off and he kills he kills hundreds of people and nothing happens like i think he really is going to have to face <laughs> that his, was
0: funny his that was actually funny
1: it was funny it was funny it was the way it worked out but i think for george you don't forget those things that he shot people in cold no, blood for no his own absolutely not. reasons and I, I mean i think he no, I don't, I, but I mean, yeah, I think his plan was poorly thought out and naive. Um, and I don't think he intended to be like, oh, yeah, I'll be on the run, but Sarah, but I don't think, I don't agree with you that he had that sacrificial mindset. I thought he really believed he could sit back and wake up on July 1st in bed with her and be like, oh, I got my wife back. Let me, like, be more careful next time and always be here the day the, the trash truck comes.
0: No, you could be right. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I guess he could have initially thought he was going to pull it off, and then Shiv got involved, and I it mean, became I, that. I do,
1: I do see how Robrov, Robrov, right? How he broke after seeing after all those times of their baby being born, and how how horrible that is. I mean, I don't think it's okay to like strangle a guy, um, and, and kill people. You know, I don't know that he has. Right. I can see why he thinks the machine is not right. But I can also see—I'm sure you can, AJ—how the people who run the Lazar project believe that saving the planet is, oh yes, is valuable, and, and if a certain amount of people suffer, and it's a small amount because there's very few mutants who, who experience it, well, um, that, that, that is acceptable, right? That we know. But but we, we heard about it. We saw Archie give the math. It's not a ton of people. It's a small amount of people. It is, right, compared to 8 billion people on the planet.
2: It's a small oh, yeah.
1: amount of people. Um, it raises interesting questions about, like, the suffering of the few for the good of the many. Do the ends by the means? Um, I think it's very telling. So your your position that the Lazarus Project is the big bad, it was very telling where, you know, that young IT guy that Roborow strangled last week and he's dead. And yeah. then this week, like, the boss whose name is... Gus or Jess or whatever her name is, the blonde lady that's their boss, she says, oh, he had a wife and a kid. And And then later she says, did he really have a wife and a kid? Like, I've noticed on about. who's the next of kin? Can somebody call? And they're like, oh, it's just like he had a girlfriend. Like, I think that's very telling to your position that the bosses don't know and don't, don't see them. Like, she didn't see him as a person. She barely knew him. She didn't care, really. Does he have a wife? Whatever, like that. I think argues your point of them not being a, you know, a caring employer for starters, or uh, right? <laughs> I mean, the
0: argument. I mean, there's an argument to be made too. I mean, as many times as they've stopped world, you know, uh, world-ending, may, maybe they're not supposed to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, if you if you, if you they've been around for for this long and you have to keep doing it, maybe you're not supposed to, you know, maybe, uh, what's that, uh, um, uh, uh, course correcting, you know, if the world keeps course correcting to the same outcome, maybe we're supposed to just go away and start over. I don't know.
1: And that's rubber position that like, we shouldn't yeah. like humanity always wants to destroy itself. And like, it needs to happen. Like, let's just let it happen. Yeah, like he, I, I can see his point, especially like a person maybe, who's been maybe,
0: through
2: losing a child. Yeah, I mean, who years, knows? Right? Maybe,
0: maybe what, maybe what comes back, to, you know, what rises from the ashes is better than what we left. You know what I mean? Not saying that's well, how I actually if we, feel, but
2: if we knew, it, it, within this, if we,
0: the, within the confines of this show.
1: I mean, should it be a nuke? Then nothing rises for, like, a million years, and, you know, we'll see what happens. That's but, fine. A, a, um, hey, a
0: million years gives the Earth time to fix, you know, itself. And... <laughs> Wait a minute. It's not that long. It's just after the 100.
1: Yeah, and then a bacteria crawls out of this <laughs> one, whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. But, I, I mean, I, 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 really, I really love that a, George a, is the, the villain and, and the fugitive, yeah. I like the idea that he's going to be a fugitive, and we'll see what happens with that. Um,
2: and well, it's going to be really fun to see how it plays out. Because,
0: well, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's going to be interesting because, because of um, Shiv's really the only one that knows everything.
2: And
1: he has so thoroughly framed Shiv that Shiv will be on the run all oh, yeah, like, I'm exactly. not sure anybody, everybody you know, believes Shiv was behind it, right?
0: My first thought, actually, Archie doesn't. Archie, Archie does not believe it for yeah. a second. Yeah. Archie yeah. does not believe it at all. Interesting thing about it is I, 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 I like the way the episode ends because Shiv wakes up and he says, son of a bitch, and the, he just grabs his gun and starts running out the door. I get the feeling that at the beginning of the next episode, they're going to, they're gonna, you know, everybody's going for Shiv, you know, to see, you know, to bring him in and question him and everything. And I feel like he's going to end up making himself inadvertently look guilty. Which is going to play yeah. well for George. But I just, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think the next episode, like the next two episodes, I think are just going to be all out insane. Yeah. I mean, the whole show, the whole show has been insane, but. It has for sure.
1: But yeah. Um, and that George has managed to like do that. and. You know, George is going to frame another innocent person who has to die again, right? Like, like Shiv has to really die in order for this to stick. Like, I think George thought that he could kill people, but they would – like, when he shoots Shiv, he says, I'm going to bring her back, and I'm going to bring you back. And I'll
0: bring you back, yeah.
1: George, George didn't think he had to really kill anyone, and now he has to really kill Shiv in order for this to work.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if, uh, I, I know one thing <laughs> that I think is going to be hilarious is if, however this plays out or comes around, it's going to be interesting. Like if they get to a point where they actually go and stop, you know, and get the bomb back, get, they get big boy back. I think it's going to be very funny because George knows that Bob is not Bob. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, and they
0: don't, and they don't know that he knows. So that yeah, I, I really hope to see some some. Semb- I, I really hope to see those that that whole thing again because that's going to be funny. I just yeah. I feel like that's going to be a very fun scene. That's however, fun, that plays yeah. out.
2: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. This was a good show. I uh. Really, not what I, I thought you know, I was going to watch when I started it. No,
0: not at yeah. all. Not at all. I, I I feel like the best part about it is the conversations that you and I have because we have such different outlooks on it. Like we have similar outlooks, but then we also have our you know different ways that we see it. Which,
1: which is great because so over the years for, we've come to agree so good, much on everything. Make,
0: makes for a good convers makes for good conversation. Uh-huh. Sure does. All right.
1: So, all right. So
0: that so, leaves us with Star Trek: Strange New World.
1: Yeah. And we had two episodes – oh, two really – one really good episode and one pretty good episode, I think. Um, we saw one episode that was about um, when Laan bloops in time and she meets James T. Kirk. And the second episode was where they go to this planet that makes them forget.
0: Rigel 7.
1: Um, Rigel
0: 7, yeah, which, they go to which Rigel is, 7. Yeah, which, yeah, Rigel, and Rigel says that 7 has a history in the Star Trek universe. In
2: Star Trek, yeah. Yeah. It's been on TNG,
0: it's um, been uh T-Space 9, which is funny because this is, you know, before those, so it's always fun when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, um, so, so the episode with Lon and Kirk, which I got to tell you, it's difficult for. It's really hard to watch Paul Wesley play Kirk. Not that he's doing any a bad job or anything. It's just every time I look at Paul Wesley, all I see is Stefan from from Vampire Diaries. I can't see I can't see him as anything else.
2: Uh-oh. Probably yeah, I haven't see, seen him as
0: anything else other than Vampire Diaries.
1: I never watched that, so to me, he's a new guy. Um, is he? I mean, we've seen a lot of Kirk, so you gotta you gotta bring him into into your lens with Shatner and with Chris Pine and with a bunch of different, um, I mean, he is playing the, not the youngest and first Kirk because Chris Pine played a Kirk that we saw who'd never really been, you know, joining Starfleet. But um, I mean, I kind of, since I am not familiar with him, I don't have that, but I mean, I think he, he's, pretty good he's got the, you know, he plays this Kirk, this that we see has the confidence and the he's got the confidence of every Kirk we've seen he's got that sort of insubordination of the Chris Pine Kirk right, not insubordination but the comic, the guy who's willing you know, the guy who's like willing to like yeah and it's like, let me, let me detour from the mission to eat a hot dog right now, kind of. That's a crisp Pine.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's also a little bit Shatner, but it's a Chris Pine also. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that's version. the epitome of um, Kirk.
1: Um, it was great. But, of course, this episode is really about La'an, I think. Like, we saw LaON early on. Yeah. Like, she has no friends. She basically has no friends. And this is about her finding a friend. And then he'd be finding a little bit more than a friend. And it's like a buddy comedy, this episode, which Star Trek has done it actually, of. Um,
0: it was actually it, funny because, you know, you see it coming, and Artie's like, oh, are they really going to go there? I was like, let me tell you a little history about Kirk. There's never been a woman that he didn't go to bed with.
2: Right? <laughs> so it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> I was like, he do not right, care what color to, they it, are. Green, yeah. yellow, blue.
1: I mean that's true. There's never in any version of Kirk every woman he meets he's flirting with he's coming on to he's usually yeah. successful. Um, the only yeah. one he's not successful with is is uh, what's her name who's with Spock in the in the Chris Pine universe.
2: Right. Um uh. Uh,
1: But yeah. Um. Uh, I did enjoy. Did you enjoy that episode? I kind of liked it. I thought it oh, was yeah. I, fun. I,
0: I like. I liked it, and I, I liked the way Star Trek has always done a really good job of finding a way to retcon their history and have it make sense. So, at the end of the ep- yeah. by the end, you know, at the end of the episode, we see Khan as a child. Yeah, and
1: yeah, that was awesome.
0: The timeline doesn't fit with the original series, but it does now because of timey wimey stuff, which Star Trek usually does pretty good when they when they mess with their with time. I don't remember the specifics of it. I was actually because I, I was like, wait a minute, I was like, why is Khan a child at this at, in, in 2024? I was like, that doesn't make sense. But then I was reading well, something like, yeah. that I that, I, that I, I was reading something that I forgot about and didn't think about that explained how time has shifted and altered and that's why it works now. So I was like, okay, good enough. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean it's an it's an alternate timeline story. Um Right? It's an alternate timeline. Um and it's explained at the end that, that the time police asked her to, to alter this timeline. It's not really clear what – I guess – it's not really clear how this alternate timeline happened. I guess the bridge blowing up is the defining moment
0: was, but they put
2: no, line killing, in the past before,
0: killing, actually. Killing Khan in the past.
2: Kahn,
0: Kahn, yeah. Is, is, yeah, so killing Khan, yeah. Yeah, Killing Khan is what changes the timeline.
1: Yeah. So they put her in the past. And killing Khan, which would actually erase her from existence, probably, if it happened, right? Because so she's Khan's direct descendant. Um, so she's sent back to fix that. Um, you're right that Khan should not be the right age then. But they explained that the Romulans have been messing with events in time for a long time. Like, they've been trying... They've been fucking yeah. around for a while. So did they cause the Totally to be born differently? I don't know. It's... um. You know, I think they have been now. This is they have been playing with Laan and her past of Disen of Khan for a while, and her hatred. Like she's very, she hates her ancestor. And then to meet him as a child was like a big moment for her. I kind of liked that. I think that that yeah I it was a done
2: little
1: well. right. Like she meets him and she has to really accept that he. She's not willing to. This idea that if you could go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby, would you do it? Like she's not willing Absolutely. to kill Khan when he was a yeah. <laughs> as a child. Um, and the so and the idea you know I like that this played also with like if you've seen Star Trek First Contact, the movie where the Vulcans first come down and, and you know, that's the moment where humans, like, accelerate their advancement or whatever. Like, we've yeah. all seen that, right? Um, and how they play with that a little also. Like, the idea that the Romulans yeah. are like, oh, we got to mess in that. That can't happen. They never really mention that. They never say they're trying to – like, if I'm a Romulan, would it be easier to just try to prevent the Vulcans from ever coming? Or just kill Professor Zebulon – what's his name? Like, instead of trying to, like like – the Raimonds are interfering at a point in time that I, I don't know. It's a little bit of a Batman plan that they like. It's a little bit of a Penguin trying to stop <laughs> Batman when you could have just like gone on someplace else. But I like I like I like that they chose this moment to interfere. I, I really, and it played well to the buddy comedy that ensued. Right? Uh, like I really, I just yeah. really liked Laon and Kirk together.
0: I mean, it was and I, it was a fun unexpected pairing that worked because Kirk is actually, you know, because he is such a fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of guy that doesn't take everything so seriously that for somebody like Laon, who is very serious and very strict all the time to kind of like loosen her up a little, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was, you know, for a girl who has no friends and on the on her ship or whatever. And then like so so, you know, Artie's like, oh, they're kissing, that's so lame and you have to explain to him like look, he like Kirkus is <laughs> he's the seductor supreme. There's there been a woman that he couldn't seduce. But, you know, I kind of like also the way it went that Lon like finally meets someone that she can really, you know, feel close to and then he's blooped out of existence.
0: Then he's right? gone, yeah
1: and he's gone, and for her to go, in the end, she goes out of her way to try to contact him, and like, they leave it open, like, could that go somewhere? Um, probably not, because that would not make sense, but maybe like, this show no. is, like, setting up relations. Not anywhere for any kind of real amount of time, of course, um, because we know Kirk's future. Um, but you know, I like to leave it open that, and that she takes a chance to, like, I, I just liked how that was, how it, I, I liked what they were yeah. on. And then, of course, we go to, you're like, she's a person who's very by the book and very regimented or whatever, and then in the next episode, she's exactly the old person that we knew, like, five minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I guess we can, uh, anything more about, like, La'Anne and Kirk as No, that's as much
0: pretty as you much... Like them, but, wrap that, uh, that episode up.
1: All right. And so then we go to this other thing. Rigel so now we go, go to Rigel seven. 7. Yeah. It's, um... I like the part on the ship better than the part on the ground. She's
0: the stuff on the three ship three, was great, and I, and I... You know, I, I agree with that. Um, I really liked that this was kind of an Ortega's episode.
1: Yeah, it really kind of was. Like she was the main person up in the up in the ship, right? That we and of course, like so I did a little um, panel interview with her recently, and one of the other journalists said, like, "I fly the ship. When are we going to be able to get that T-shirt?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be great, yeah, shirt, right? Right? I fly the ship. That would be cool." Um, um yeah, I love that, and her kind of finding herself the whole thing on the ground was like a very i thought it was very typical it was it was almost like a like a original series kind of episode in the way that it yeah. it was a except you're right it was a very standard kind of we're on the ground, we don't have our memories, we're gonna work uh how we can find ourselves the uh, it was pretty average they threw in that little thing where in the beginning pike kind of broke up with his girlfriend and then by the end he sort of was like oh i was being a jerk and they
0: well got he was back
1: together <laughs> well he was well he was but um you know and they're going out of the way to try that's interesting that they're trying to you know, make them have sort of a normal dating relationship, but it was a pretty average on planet. Right? It wasn't really to me. It wasn't really that great. Yeah, no, you think
0: you could, no. Think, yeah, it was very, very original series. Like, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, and then up top, they they give like the younger crew a chance to. Yeah, you know, it, it was all about sort of remembering and finding yourself. It was kind of. Eh. Average. It was alright. It was fine. I mean, yeah. Ortega's made it right. She made it basically on her charisma, yeah. because like, it was mostly not that interesting.
0: No, it was it was a very it was a monster of the week episode basically. Yeah, it was yeah, it was. History on Ride Bill Seven. Yeah. And it it seems like the Rigel 7 has been
1: mentioned a lot. It does seem like Rigel 7 is kind of over now, right? Like, they supposedly, like, captured Zack and are bringing him back home, and they were going to, like, put something in the atmosphere to stop the radiation. So Rigel 7 is, like, fixed. Like, like Rigel 7, as you said, has been in a lot of other Star Trek series, and it, it might be kind of... I'm not sure if it always erased your memory. I can't really remember, but it's kind of over in the planet now.
0: This is is, is the new, you know, think about it. The other shows that it was, Rigel 7 was involved, were shows that are in the future.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're on the future. Yeah. They're on the fix-up planet.
2: Yeah, the the Rigel 7 we
0: know from... PNG and D Space 9 was um, nothing like this. <laughs>
1: yeah, it doesn't... I can't remember what happened, but it wasn't this memory losing thing, yeah.
0: No. Talk about that so, one so I guess that wraps this up. Oh, my God! I can't believe I forgot something to point out about Manifest. Just made me think yeah. I was thinking about Artigas. Um. The show ended exactly how it started with the line. Mikayla, remember the annoying voiceover in the beginning that you hated with Mikayla? Yes. Well, that's how I the show ended. Her voiceover, her voiceover at the end was literally the last two lines of the episode were literally the first two lines of the episode, of the of the first episode.
1: Oh, really? It was the exact voiceover. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. It was the same the same huh. two lines. She said, "I don't remember exactly what she said." but She said something like. She starts out by saying, "Nobody has ever been able to explain explain what happened at Flight 828, eight, Blah 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 blah. That was exactly oh, that's yeah. how the show started, and that's exactly how it ended.
1: Really? Yeah. You know, I wow. said, you know,
0: i i heard I heard her say that, and I was like, I, I was like, oh wow. I was like, I wonder if Karen hates the voiceover because I remember her hating it in the first season. And then I was like, you know, I wonder something, and I went back and played a clip from the first episode and I was like holy shit that's literally how it's the it ended how it started but just in a completely well, different context good for you
1: good for you
0: but it was because I, I mean, was thinking about little... how much you, you it was because I remembered how much you hated the voiceover yeah, I guess
1: I blocked it all I guess I blocked it out that's very loftish to kind of start and end on the same thing yeah. right like we all we talked about that a lot yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. So, yep. All right,
0: so all right, we'll, we'll do it again next our, week.
1: Well, let's show because we don't have to wrap these things up. Yeah.
0: Yep. So oh, yeah, next week, next week we'll next get Gary next week and um, a lot less shows. Star Trek, Lazarus, and you guys have Dead oh. City, and that's it.
1: Yep, and so we've got Gary talking about uh, it's our Sharknado. Special episode, right? Discussing the the ten year anniversary, the phenomena that was Sharknado. (laughs)
0: Um, and he's also I think he's also going to be talking about black and white cookie a little bit.
1: Yeah, and about his new show, of course. But yeah, his new play. So all right. So
0: now I will. I will keep you guys updated. I should be there. I'm not entirely sure if I. Definitely am going to make it. I should. I don't see why not. But I'm going to uh, South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, next week. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving oh, Monday really? actually. Yeah, for work. Good for you?
2: Oh, oh,
1: for work, really? So, not for a fan.
0: Yeah.
1: All
0: right. No, I get away from that. Right, well,
1: well. <laughs> <All> right, well, <laughs> your family. But and I we should. Will I should be somehow.
0: Yeah, I should. I. I, I don't see why I wouldn't make it but who knows just on the off chance that but like I said I'll keep you guys updated during the week so
2: okay all right all right all right well, so join us next I'm week for hopefully hopefully, hopefully talk
0: to you next week and if not come and yep. listen to just the women talk with no AJ interfering
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> all right good night Karen have a good week
1: all right good night thanks
0: bye bye